Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host... Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. Don't hesitate to contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com and go to our website to hear podcasts of all of our interviews and shows, strategicinvestorradio.com. I'm Charlie Wright. Today is October 2nd, 2015, and we're pleased to welcome to us Greg Writer, founder and CEO of Angel Investors Network out of Escondido, California, and author of the very recently issued book, Saving America, One Crowd at a Time. Greg, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. It's uh, great to have you, Greg. And, you know, Greg, uh, for the first time, I've got to admit, I've met more than my match, and I will defer to your wisdom, because, (laughs) as always, I'm right, but you are writer. That is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I and I hope you don't let people forget that here. So, Greg, you have a very interesting uh, background. I uh, am sitting here with your book, Saving America, One Crowd at a Time, in front of me. I read it uh, a couple of months ago, not long after uh, meeting you. And uh, you've got a very, very interesting story about how you started in this business. Please share that with us. Well, I was one of these guys that was born into a very, very wealthy Denver family. Anybody from Denver, Colorado, has been there for 30, 40 years. They're well aware of our family building high rises and strip malls and all that kind of stuff. And actually, in downtown Denver, there's a whole square block named after our family called Ryder Square. But unfortunately, my parents got divorced when I was three, uh, four, three or four years old. And I lived with my mom and had the stepdads and a couple stepdads and half brothers and half sisters. And, and I always tell people, have you ever read that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, by Robert Kiyosaki, which is a pretty good book, right? Right. And, Excellent book. And I always tell whoever knows him, tell my wife, you start sending me royalties, because that book was written about me. Uh, literally, when I got out of high school, I got into my dad's Jaguar, and he had a bunch of stock confirmations, and I said, what are those? And he said, well, that's, you know, I'm buying and selling stock, and he was making millions in the early 80s. Actually, it was like 1981, I believe. And I said, man, I want to learn. And he taught me, uh, got me into a private placement. I invested $2,000 I'd saved by pounding nails in a construction site. And I turned my $2,000 into $14,000 in four months. And I'm like, I have found my home. I'm going to be me a stockbroker. So that's kind of how I got into the business. But, you know, it's like that good old boy network, right? Yeah. And it's one of those things to where... My dad made money all the time because he got the call, right? He got the call from the guys. And I always ask people, did anyone call you to invest in Facebook, Google, Yahoo, Microsoft, you know, WhatsApp, any of these companies early stage? And, you know, I never met anyone who has. But back in the day, my dad got the call and he would just say, we're buying this son, we're buying that. 
And so I grew up, you know, managing money for my dad and his friends and investing in early stage companies, and I love it. I love the entrepreneur. I love the entrepreneur dream. I love innovation, and I just think it's a fantastic thing that we have here in America. Well, no question about it, and uh, we are certainly a frontier for those kinds of opportunities, and despite what we may hear from politicians all day long, the opportunities are tremendous. So tell us about Angel Investors Network, I mean, and, and, and tell us kind of where you went from those early stages when you were like 20 years old, and how you evolved into what you're doing today with Angel Investors Network. Well, I, I, I actually, you're taking me back down memory lane, right? I actually got my securities license, and then I read the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I thought, wow, that's all you got to do? So I said to my dad, Dad, I want to buy the firm I work for. He goes, well, go for it. So I did. And at the age of 21, just turning 22, I was hailed as the youngest owner of a full-service investment bank in the history of the country. <laughs> that was my first big mistake in life. I've since made lots more. Um, but, you know, doing that and going from being, you know, one of the guys on the desk to one of the guys running the firm, and then actually I was on the trading desk for a number of years as well. And I went through the crash of 87. Uh, the wisdom, the knowledge, the relationships, boy, oh, boy, how valuable was that? And I always stuck to that helping the entrepreneur, the early stage company. I liked it. I, I And then... I, and then I hate to admit it, but the fact is I got into drugs. I started doing all the stuff that the Wall Street guys did. Then I got clean, and then I decided, wow, I don't really like this business because everyone was doing it, right? So I had retired from the business in 1990, moved to California from Colorado, got on the other side, became an entrepreneur, and I became a real early adopter on the Internet. And I had this idea of creating an angel network online where we could have na nationwide network of angels online that would look at deals, work together, invest in deals, and again, support the entrepreneurs. And uh, it was kind of a miserable fail failure back in 1997 <laughs> because I was way ahead of my time. And that's kind of how it kind of grew and morphed into it. And here we are today, right? Yeah. Here's so, so what does Angel Investors Network do today, Greg? Yeah, so here's the difference between today and back then. With two significant things that have changed in our country that make this a real viable uh, business that I think we can run successfully here and fund more companies. One is the success of Shark Tank TV show, right? How many people on this listening to this radio show sit around and watch Shark Tank TV show and they go, wow, I'd like to invest in that deal. Or the entrepreneurs understand how investors work. So it's really brought an awareness to angel investing that was never there before. And then second thing is the Jobs Act and slash crowdfunding. And between those two, we're at this we're at this paradigm shift where things are changing drastically. Laws since 1933 have been enacted that are enabling us to do things we couldn't do before. So. My vision for Angel Investors Network is to build a database of 20,000 investors or more that are open to investing in, looking at, and helping entrepreneurs innovate and succeed and create wealth. And on the flip side, we want to help the entrepreneurs with their capital formation, their structure, their marketing, and everything they need to be successful and create wealth. 
And we're one of the few angel groups that are nationwide. We're not geographic in area where we focus both on the entrepreneur and the investor. Now, I understand also, Greg, that uh, one of your partners and founding uh Partners of Angel Investors Network is Kevin Harrington, who was uh, who was on Shark Tank and one of the starters of Shark Tank. Yeah, Kevin was one of the sharks for the uh, first couple seasons. I think he recorded 165 uh, uh, shows, which is really interesting about that. You know, the first season got canceled. And then somehow it got picked back up again. The second season got canceled, and then it got picked back up again. Um, and now it's one of the top shows out there, right? Right, so, yeah. But, but, but Kevin and I met speaking in an event. So I do a lot of professional speaking on angel investing and marketing. I'm a, I'm a self-proclaimed marketing guru. Um, and we met in the green room at an event. We befriended each other, and, 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 and he you know, obviously was on Shark Tank, and I told him about some of our investments. He became one of our investors. And loves what we're doing and is on board. And so it's, 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 it, and that's, I guess that's the third prong to that little stool. You got Shark Tank being successful, helping educate the investor and the entrepreneur, the Jobs Act and the new laws, and then the high profile nature of my partner, Kevin being involved with this, we're, we're really taking Angel Investors Network to the next level. Okay, so as I understand it, then, you are Angel Investors Network's goal and purpose is to connect um, entrepreneurs who need cash to develop and grow with investors who would be interested in investing in these early stage or early adopters or startup companies. Correct. That, that's obviously one of the goals. And part of that goal is, is that you know we see between two and 20 deals a day. And most of those entrepreneurs don't need money, or maybe I could even say some of them aren't worthy of money, investment capital. But what they do need is they need coaching, mentoring, and, and human capital. So we also have a network. You know, like most of our angel investors have been successful, and they want to help other entrepreneurs. So not only do we help plug them into capital, but we plug them in with coaching and mentoring and somebody to get on their team. Maybe it's a CFO. Maybe it's a CTO. Maybe it's some intellectual property attorney or something of that nature to help them get to that point so they are worthy of capital. And then, of course... At the point when they are worthy of capital, we then make that introduction to our group of angels, and we all invest together. I see. So, really, you are re- one of the things you are is a resource to these uh, companies that uh, these entrepreneurs, and can help them to make connections to people who can be consultants or can benefit them one way or another. Oh yeah, everything from that, and also let's not leave out some of the most important stuff, and that would be maybe joint ventures and or distribution deals and or endorsements, celebrity endorsements, things of that nature. Uh, so we have a very extensive network uh, and all that. And, and when we and we're a membership, so that, you know investors join us as a membership, and they agree that yeah, you can communicate with me, you can send me an email, and if there's something I can do to help, if there's a deal that I like, I'll raise my hand and let you know. Well, the, you know, the, this is fascinating because I, I haven't ever talked to anybody else who does this kind of thing. Um, are, are you guys the only one who act as consultants in these ways to both sides of the investment opportunity, the entrepreneur and uh, the investor, and being a consultant to the entrepreneur? Well, I think we are, especially nationally. Now, I know there's a lot of local angel groups, and they do provide consulting and coaching and mentoring, but more on a regional basis like the San Diego Tech Coast Angels, 
kind of work on, you know, San Diego and tech deals and up in Seattle and New York, the different angel groups, they kind of work geographically, which is kind of a typical uh, prerequisite for angel investing because you can really keep a pulse on your entrepreneur and you can pop into their office and you can see them and you can do walkthroughs and it helps you give you a better comfort level of who you're investing in. So part of what we do is either myself or other other people on my team that are my partners will fly around the country and we'll go meet with our investment targets and do the walkthroughs, do our due diligence. So we do a lot of precursor due diligence on behalf of the deals we invest in for our investors. I see. You know, Greg, this is fascinating stuff. Uh, we need to take a short break. We'll be right back. We're talking with Greg Ryder, founder and CEO of Angel Investors Network out of Escondido, California, and author of the recently published book, Saving America One Crowd at a Time. And you're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, and we'll be right back. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. For today's Financial Minute on Strategic Investor Radio, we're talking with John Kosar, founder and CEO of Asbury Research, an investment research firm out of the Chicago area. John, what do you have for us today? Charlie, with all of the volatility and all of the fear in the marketplace now, I thought this was a good time to let investors know that fear is usually a precursor to something good happening, an investment opportunity, and fear can be your friend. What we're looking at right now are two popular indicators. One is the CBOE put-to-call ratio, and the other one is the CBOE volatility index, better known as the VIX or the fear gauge. When these indexes get historically high, and when I say historically, I'm saying you go back one or two years, and when those indexes start to get very high, it indicates that there's a lot of fear in the marketplace, and people are selling out their long positions and basically going into hiding. When this happens, this is time for smart investors to start to go shopping, start to look for opportunities, look for a stock you want to buy, but maybe it was too expensive. Look for an ETF you wanted to buy. Maybe the spiders or the Qs that's at a, a good level to buy. Um, so again, this isn't something that you do right away, but whenever you see those volatility and put call ratios start to spike, start to make your list and look for an opportunity on the charts to have a a nice opportunity to buy over the next few weeks. John, great point. And if somebody wants to learn more, how do they reach you? They can contact us at Asbury Research, A-S-B-U-R-Y Research.com on the Internet. And uh, there's a phone number there, and there's a Contact Us page. If you just like to fill out a brief form, someone will get back to you. Great, John. Thank you very much. Or they can check out our weekly show on octalkradio.net. Thank you. 
And now back to Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. Again, we're talking with Greg Ryder, founder and CEO of Angel Investors Network and author of the recently published book, Saving America One Crowd at a Time. They're out of Escondido, California. So, Greg, a question here. Most of our listeners are investors. Okay. So, what do you offer to investors and why should they be interested in what Angel Investors Network is doing? Well, here, here with the Jobs Act, let me point out a couple things. So with the Jobs Act, which was a law that was passed 2012, there was all kinds of variations and subsections of the Jobs Act. Various laws are being enacted that are crowdfunding and equity crowdfunding and advertising to accredited investors. It's allowing the high net worth investor to get gain access to more investment opportunities at a lower investment amount. So let me let me kind of say that a different way. So in the past, prior to these new laws, we were always looking for investors that could write checks between 50 and 100 grand or more, right? Because and then y'all and then you kind of had to have a pre-existing relationship with that investor and it was it was you're really limited on how you could get to new investors. Well, now investors because of the new laws, I'm saying a lot of people do $10,000 investments, $20,000 investments. And what we do is we recommend to the investors in our membership that, look, when you join, make a commitment to invest at least ten grand in, let's say, 20 deals. right? So that's a couple hundred thousand dollar commitment. Now you really have the opportunity to make that 30 times, 50 times your money that the angel investment community is always looking for. And then, I'll, then I'm going to say one other thing that it's, it's unique and different about us, and I'm going to tie it back to Shark Tank. If you've ever watched Shark Tank, you've noticed that those are typically B2C deals, business-to-consumer deals, and you don't. most of them are what, what, what angel groups refer to as lifestyle investments, meaning there's some good money to be made there. There's some good cash flow that could be made there for an investor, but it doesn't have the 30 to 50 time upside that most angel groups require and want. So as our network of investors grows, we're also introducing these lifestyle deals to investors so they can get an above average return on their investment, maybe collateralized by assets, collateralized by a business, and make an average return but not have the 30 to 50 times. Bridge financing and that kind of stuff, royalty structures, very, very exciting on the different investment vehicles that we're presenting and showing to our investment community. Well, that is interesting, and for most investors uh, used to publicly traded securities, <laughs> this I'm sure can be uh, at least somewhat daunting. So, how does a- an investor invest? Let's just say twenty five thousand dollars in one of the deals or companies that you recommend. Well, what's the vehicle for doing that? Because most people are used to mutual funds and stocks and bonds and those kinds of things. Yeah, these would be considered direct investments. So when they join our network and and then we find a, a, a an investment target that we like, we just email our, our investors going, hey, here's a bridge financing, or here's a royalty structure, or here's a here's a pre IPO opportunity. And if you're interested, raise your hand. We end up sending out an executive summary and maybe answering any cursor you know cursor questions the you know the preliminary questions and then if you get to a point to where you say yeah i would like to really take this to the next level then we hand you over to the issuer the company actually raising the money the capital and you deal directly with the ceo or some executive management team of the issuer and you direct invest directly with them we don't take commissions we don't raise money we're not broker dealers we're a group of investors and we'll disclose to you, we invested, we didn't invest, or we think it's a good deal, uh, that kind of stuff. 
Okay. So why should the typical investor who is listening to our show, who buys stocks, bonds, mutual funds, etc., maybe through an advisor, maybe by themselves, maybe through a Schwab account, uh, whatever the system is, but they're used to those publicly traded securities, why should they step out of their obviously um, uh, present comfort zone and invest the way you're talking about at least some po- small portion of their funds? Why should they be interested? in this? Well, it's one of those alternative investments that, that it, for the right people, it should be part of your portfolio. And let me give you just a quick little story. So so Kevin Harrington, uh, he was the infomercial king. He did over $4 billion of infomercials. He had this idea to create a phone app, an app for your phone where you could have a home shopping network for your phone, and it would be mobile optimized. So then he took that idea to Sprint. He got Sprint to buy off on it. Sprint agreed to build the app, build the website, do all the technology on the back end. Sprint agreed to preload this app on tens of millions and maybe even as many as 100 million phones in the next five years. And they also agreed to to market it to their 55 million customers. So now you have the credibility of Kevin Harrington doing infomercials, $4 billion. You have Sprint on the distribution side. Kevin then took that contract and went and got all kinds of celebrities involved. Tommy Hilfiger's and Paul Abdul's and uh, every celebrity you can think of. We invest in that deal because you're going, this appears to be one of those unicorn-type apps that literally could be a multi-billion dollar market cap in the next 24 to 36 months, and we're investing it a $20 million valuation. We literally could make 20, 40, 60 times return on our investment. I'm sitting here with my mouth open. <laughs> Right. And and uh, uh, you know drooling here, so uh, so that's the kind of thing that you're looking for. Obviously, they don't come up every day because you don't always have the strength uh, of uh, Kevin Harrington behind you or the strength of uh, you know a big company like you, you were talking about. But those are the the kind of opportunities that you're always looking for. Is that it? And, and, and here's the thing that's cool. So when you look at say ten deals a year, you're gonna say, oh, I got two good deals, right? It's just, it's just the nature of the entrepreneurs or an investor. You're going to find a couple of them that you really like. But when you look at a thousand deals a year, those 10 deals didn't even make the cut, right? So we look at so many deals and we're so connected nationwide. We see some amazing investment opportunities. Like right now, we got one that we're going to see on Tuesday. And the guy was the former CEO and COO of Netflix. And, uh, and, and, and now, now he's got a new company where they're putting um, those red box type video machines, it's called VidBox, into Latin America. And it's like you've got marquee management, proven model. Guy's already been there, done that. Now he's just doing it in a different market, right? So it's all about the deal flow. The more deals you have, and that's why most of the investors join our network and want to be connected because they know we see amazing deals and some great deals. And on the flip side, maybe we see just a bridge financing. Like we have a bridge financing right now where 150000 is put up. You're going to get back $200,000 in four to six months along with a, a one-for-one warrant on your hundred fifty grand, so 150000 warrants. And there's some collateral there. So we see deals like that. And sometimes it's cash flow. Sometimes it's royalty streams. People need that money. So it's, it's all over the board, but really it's the deal flow. 
Okay. Greg, uh, regrettably, we've got to stop again for just a minute and uh, take a break. But this, again, I, I, I hate to use the word fascinating <laughs> repeatedly, but it is definitely fascinating stuff. We're talking with Greg Reiter, founder and CEO of Angel Investors Network out of Escondido, California. You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio and octalkradio.net, and we'll be right back. For today's Financial Minute on Strategic Investor Radio, we're talking with David Garrett, owner of TimerTrack.com. Dave, what do you have for us today? Hi, Charlie. Well, I thought maybe a few tips for picking a market timer might be helpful. So I'm just going to jump in here. First, look for consistency rather than the best performer over a given period. Most people choose market timing because they don't want to lose principle in the rough times. If that's you then look for timers that do well in multiple periods of time, but don't necessarily beat the market or don't necessarily hit the top rankings. What you really want in market timing is consistency. The benefits are that you're, you're less likely to be, to be disappointed and you have a much higher probability of achieving your goals. Look at the ranking in the top 10 for one year and for six months and for five years and so forth. The timer doesn't need to be in the top ranking all the time, but should be in the okay rankings. What you, Again, what you really want is consistency. If I were an investor, I would always try to look at a performance graph and ask myself the question, when I see that graph of his performance, would I be comfortable with that and try to try to guess your emotional reaction to certain parts of that graph. When you see his equity line turned down, ask yourself, would I have an emotional reaction to that? Would I be able to stay with it, or would I panic and run? Somebody wants to learn more, Dave. Uh, how do they reach you? Simply jump on the Internet, go to TimerTrack, T-I-M-E-R-T-R-A-C.com, and there we are, TimerTrack.com. Or they can check out our weekly show on octalkradio.net. Dave, thanks so much. You bet. All right, let's wrap it up with Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. Having a most interesting interview here with uh, Greg Ryder, founder and CEO of Angel Investors Network, uh, here on octalkradio.com. So, Greg, who should be interested in working with you guys? Well, really, it's the, it's, it's the investor that, you know, the high net worth investor, typically a million dollars in net worth or more. We usually look for three million dollars net worth or more. Somebody that, that understands the risk reward ratio, um, and somebody that wants to, um, help perpetuate free enterprise and capitalism, which, you know, my book kind of ties into that as well. Um, you know, if, if we as an investors don't support innovation, entrepreneurs, then we don't have what we have, right? Our, our, and, our, and, our, and up until crowdfunding laws and the new laws that have kind of resurgence things, and with this current administration, our capital formation is broken. If you're an entrepreneur and you need a half a million, a million, two million dollars, where do you go? There's a huge void uh, in that one to five million dollar range before you're worthy of venture capital money. There's nowhere for you to go. So I'm sitting here saying, join us, and you don't have to invest. Just get involved with our 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 our, our uh, our membership. We publish a newsletter every other month. We're education based. We have videos. We do webinars, just kind of like you do your radio show. We do webinars, education based, and we want you to learn. We don't want anyone to write any checks, make any investments until they're 100% comfortable on what they're doing, how they're doing it. We want you to learn, get educated, and, and support us. And maybe you can support us by being on the board of a company. Maybe you have a distribution channel in the Walmart or Kmart, or maybe you have, you know, who knows what you have. So we're looking for people that can lend something 
to help entrepreneurs, you know, succeed and create wealth. Well, we've got to hand it to you, Greg. Uh, you, you are looking at uh, opportunistic issues here, um, and, and you're, you're doing more than just asking for people's money. You're looking for their contributions in a number of ways, uh, and, and you're to be congratulated for that. And no question about it, uh, the capital system uh, in many ways is not what it used to be and um, can definitely uh, use some improvement, and we're looking at uh, crowdfunding to be able to uh, make contributions there. So a question we always like to ask our guests here, Greg, uh, what keeps you awake at night? You know what? I am one of those very fortunate guys. I sleep like a baby. I sleep like a baby, and I think it's because I don't. I, you know, if if, if 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 there was something to keep me up at night, it would. I don't even know what that be other than being out of integrity, right? It, it, when, when you live in integrity and you live in that mindset of help enough people get what they want, and you'll get what you want. I literally sleep like a baby. When I hit that bed, I'm out, and I wake up, I get up, and I do it all over again. So I'm very, very, very blessed to be that way. Well, you you, you are very fortunate, and uh, I certainly hope that continues here. Uh, so tell us uh, briefly about your book, Saving America One Crowded Time. You know, I wanted to write a book just to kind of bring some more uh, awareness to crowdfunding, both equity crowdfunding and reward-based crowdfunding, as well as a platform for me to rant and rave about free enterprise and capitalism. I love free enterprise. I love capitalism. I think it's the best system on planet Earth. And again, with this current administration and what's going on with our uh, our country, we need to bring more awareness to it. We need more support. And somebody's got to rally the troops. And here I am. I you know I, I, I chose me to be one of those leaders. Okay. Well, again, I uh, I have read it, and it's uh, very interesting. Uh, a lot of fun to read. Really great examples and the like. So, give folks your contact information. Okay, you know what? And right now, I'm going to do a free book giveaway for every listener you have. If anyone wants to get a copy of the book, you just pay shipping and handling, and I'll send you the book. It's at savingamericaonecrowdatatime.com. And if you're interested in finding out more about Angel Investors Network, our domain is angelnetwork.com. And from there, we have some forms and some things where you can just get involved with us, ask some questions, and you can follow us on the Internet. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're all over the place. Okay. So, Greg, your final words for our listeners here before we shove off. You know, be uh, diligent when you do make investments, whether you invest in our deal or other deals. Uh, Take a look and do your due diligence, get educated, and then do anything and everything you can to help those entrepreneurs succeed because America needs it. Uh, No question about it. America needs it. We we all need it. So, Greg, thank you very much. Again, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I I, I appreciate what you're doing and uh, the way you're getting the word out and the the investment opportunities that you are giving to your network and and the benefits you you are providing to the entrepreneurs themselves. So thank you very much. Uh, We've been talking with... You have a blessed day. Thank you very much. Okay, Greg. Uh, We've been talking with Greg Ryder, founder and CEO of Angel Investors Network and author of the recently published book, Saving America One Crowd at a Time. And you've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. We wish you an enjoyable week and productive investing. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. 
Investing is not rocket science. Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security.